0: hello everyone this is amanda (laughs) and this is laura and this is two witches and spooky spirits What is? I don't know. We need people to
1: get on our podcast and talk.
0: Or stories. Send
1: us something. Or you want like you want to get your podcast or your business or something out there like Mm -hmm. hit us. uh, We can promote that too for Uh, a small fee of being on our podcast. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um even though we don't have that many people that listen but that's all that matters uh we're gonna do this episode um i know you guys i told you guys that my dad passed he passed on january 23rd of this year um and this podcast is about spiritual things ghost things Spooky dookies. Spooky dookie things. <laughs> anything creepy. Anything y'all want to send creepy us this. Crawlies, yeah, Spooky dookies. So we're trying to stay on the same topic, but um, anyways, my dad passed away on January 23rd. Um, he had cancer. Um, it was very, very rough at the end. Um, he lost a bunch of weight. And he pretty much went downhill very, very rapidly after Christmas. Um, but we did his service um, on, what was it June the 3rd? Yeah, June 3rd. We, did, we went to the mountains. He wanted to be put in the Cherokee National Forest. So we put his ashes in the river there. And it was really really good um i didn't cry i thought i was gonna cry but i didn't he was there with me i felt him the whole time he um kept putting like images in my head of us playing in that same river and stream when we were little so that helped a lot um but we finally got him laid to rest and then we kept some ashes we still have some i have some in the necklace and um things like that. But we're mainly doing the recording because if somebody you love passes away, you know they always say that they send you signs and That's what this episode's gonna yes, be. Yes. It's then. about the signs of my dad. He sent so many signs. I I can't even count how many now. But it's it seems to be when I'm the most saddest um the first one of the first signs he sent us was me and laura went to a trip down to miami and i think i may have talked about it some on a previous one i'm not really sure uh but anyways we took a load to miami and we were at this plant it was kind of like a a quarry of some kind but they were taking some equipment and it sat off back probably what would you say Good half mile off yeah, the road like bit. it was way back you couldn't see us from the road but we could see the road and he drove a truck for Dylan Transport and mm-hmm. I thought Dylan Transport had went out of business but I guess they didn't they just moved their location mm-hmm. uh, down to around Tampa and or the Florida mm-hmm. area I guess they just pulled out and put all of them there mm-hmm. But anyways, we were sitting there, and I I had been really sad that whole week. And, uh... First was the phone. The we phone. looked down at the time. Yeah, okay, so the phone... The We were sitting in the car. We were upset about papa, And I was upset. And the phone had... It was 666, the mm-hmm. mileage. Okay, so th- what happened was we put... it. We were sitting there... The mileage to our house from that location—we were putting it in our GPS—and I said, "Oh God, it's six hundred, it's six, six, six miles to till we get home." And as soon as I did that, I, I looked, looked it
1: up. Yeah. yeah,
0: she looked it up, and it said to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, I mean, and as soon your loved as ones were trying to contact, as you. soon as that happened, a Dylan truck passed mm-hmm. us and honked the horn. It was so weird. And it was like on, everything was like to a T on time. As soon as that come out of my mouth, it happened like.
1: He had already made one round and yeah. past us. We uh-huh. saw him the first time. We were like, oh shit, there's it's a there's Dylan, a Dylan truck. truck. Yeah. And then I guess he had to come back around. He must have missed his turn or something. And you couldn't even see, see us. us. And there was nobody in
0: front of them. My car's blacked out, too. You can't see who's in it. Yeah. Like, it looks like a cop car.
1: There's nobody in front of them, nobody mm-hmm. behind them. Nope. he just honked the horn. Yeah. Like, like, that's Paul, Paul trying uh-huh. to talk to us. It's crazy.
0: And I cried. It, it made me cry, but I knew what it was. He was telling me that he was there and don't be upset. And he's doing what he loves to do, which he's driving a truck. He was we were talking about when he started like right before he
1: started, so his health would go in and out, and mm-hmm. he would have really bad spurts and then he'd get good, and then he'd have really bad ones again. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about we needed to take him on a, a trip with us for work. Because he was always like, my my kids and my granddaughter, Talk they to drive big trucks. Yeah. <laughs> always had to tell him, like, "Papa, we don't drive big trucks. He was like, no, no, yep. y'all drive big trucks every time. So we just got to the point where, where we stopped were like, arguing uh-huh.
0: with him. Like, yep. We were
1: talking about taking him for a, a ride to the one day. Yeah. But he got to the point where he was so bad. He was going to the bathroom like every hour or so, and yeah, and he lost a bunch of weight and he was constantly tired, so yeah. we we can be on the road for five, six hours at a time, sometimes, so yeah, and we're not really like we can't really stop with our trucks I mean we, they, they will ask us. yeah, they yeah. will, but mm. some of them you Are, know, like on a time crunch, so it's you don't yeah. really got time to stop,
0: but yeah, that. And that's why I figured that y'all would enjoy this because it's I never believed in so much stuff as I do. I've always seen ghosts and stuff like that, but the spiritual stuff after somebody passed it you love that much, it's just I've never had that many coincidences happen. And he was sixty nine years old. He literally waited, like we yeah. joke we joke. <laughs> Because he was such he was a, a like, per- a, bit, a pervert. Yeah, we, we not in like, a bad he,
1: way. He he just made perverted jokes all the time. Trucking. And yeah. Pervert so humor. I like, I was the one that noticed it. I was like, he he purposely held on until his birthday. And he was like, yep, made it to 69. Now <laughs>
0: I'm yep. going to go. That's the age that he wanted to go out at, you big pervert. <laughs> yeah, 69. So, we literally took his ashes, Right. And we looked at the exit number that we got off of. Guess what number it was? 69. Exit 69. And we didn't plan it. Like, we knew we were where we were putting them, but we didn't know the exit number. So that happened. And this 69 comes up all, like, numbers all the yeah. time. And on our receipts all weekend, that weekend, when yeah. we would eat mm. somewhere with my mom or whatever, it would be 69 and we're like okay and then when we first got there we went to eat at this little restaurant on the river and me and my mom were sitting there and she was out looking at all the you know husbands and wives out having fun and she's like you know i she got upset and i was about to start crying her both and we were like really upset and she's like you know that's one thing i'll never get to do i'll never get to things like that with him again and as soon as we said that he started playing songs that were just too much of a coincidence the first one was don't fear the reaper the second one was the elton john song what did that say stairway something no it was something about walking I'm not really sure what it was, but it had something to do with where they could walk again and something. And my dad was in a wheelchair. So that was another sign. So we started laughing about that. And then at the very end, they played Ghostbusters. And we were like, okay, Dad, we're not going to be sad no more. Because he was like, just funny shit like that. It was the whole trip. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I haven't been very sad I mean... I was sad initially when he passed because he passed right before I turned 24 this year. My birthday's on the 28th. But I haven't really been like... It's been an adjustment going to my grandma's because I would immediately... Like all of us, anytime we came over, if my grandma was out or something, or she had to let us in, give her a hug and everything, and then immediately go to the back of their room and check on him, tell him hi and stuff so it's hard to kind of get out of that routine like you get your mind tries to like going back there yeah yeah. it's like you go back there you expect him to be like in the bathroom or something brushing his teeth and then he's not there it's 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 sad but i haven't really been depressed except for one time since Mm -hmm. he's passed and when i did I, i started crying and he like I just re- imagined him like telling me jokes and everything, yeah. like being goofy and being like, I love you.
0: Yeah. I love you. That's what he always told us, even when he was like coming out of comas and he was like, I that's love the first you. thing he would say, I love you. I yeah. love you. And, and then I started like getting happy again. I was like, all right, I love mm-hmm. you too. Like, yeah. But he fought very hard. For a while. And it, it, it makes me so angry. I don't understand cancer. And I don't... It's fucking evil. And I hate it. And The fact that we didn't even
1: find out until last was year, in the last
0: stages of it. Like,
1: they literally hid it from my grandma. They never brought it up. My grandma was completely clueless. She kept
0: telling... She eventually went to the doctors and was like, He keeps losing He's all been. this weight. Like, he won't... He won't eat. And he started... Well, he was eating, but he was having problems. Digesting some of it. But the thing is, they could have told us a long time ago that he had it. Like, a year or two before, they knew he had it, but they didn't tell us. But, I mean, even if they told us, we didn't want to put him through chemo because... I He's have, already paralyzed. Yes, he had so much He hated miserable. the hospital. He was always
1: in the hospital.
0: Yeah, since 2005. He got hurt on the job in 2005, so he was in a wheelchair since 2005. So he just had all those health problems, brain injuries, uh, from the fall. Like, he fell off the top of his big truck is what happened. And... Uh, it was just sad because he went through all that, all those years, and cancer's what killed him.
1: Like, never saw that coming.
0: No, not in a million years, I would think that. But it's so many people that have cancer, and it, it, even like the little kids and stuff. And I don't, I don't understand it either. Like, I don't understand why. They, Little kids they have get
1: to it. have fucking cures for that shit, bro. But they make oh, yeah, more money off do. of.
0: But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. why do like why do kids end up with? I it don't and stuff? understand why it takes you know. And I guess there's a reason for everything, and that's. But I I still don't understand all that. I think that's why I have a problem dealing with like regular religion because. I don't see how it could be so cruel to people. But. Tell them about the lights when we were at the cabin. We
1: mm-hmm. were talking about pop Oh, you mm-hmm. tell them. Uh, we were talking about my grandpa sitting at the table at the <laughs> cabin, and the lights kept flickering on and off. Yeah. Uh, he was like, too. He keep messing with the lights. Yeah. If you watch SpongeBob, you get that, but.
0: And he does, he did that at mom's house too. At their house, he messes with the lights. Um, He's like, I know you're talking about me. But he came to me in my sleep. And so I know he really come to me. So they always say that if they come to you in your sleep, that they come to you. And he was standing at the foot of my bed and he told me he loved me. I told him I loved him. And cry now but it's it was so real, it was just like he was he was mm-hmm. there but I know he was there because I talked to my friend mm-hmm. and she's a medium and she said when that happens that that's really them, you're not dreaming mm-hmm. it so
1: all those times I had those dreams of Jimmy Man,
0: like that shit fucked with
1: me. Yep.
0: They're really there. It's not it's not a dream. They're yeah. that that's them coming to you. But
1: I think the one that I have that visits me the most is Aunt Cindy, though. Like,
0: yeah, what? I've only had her come to me those that one time, and then but, when the, you, you did but the then reading. you were
1: like, you were the, I did the read, and you were like, What the hell? Yeah. They came to you. Her and my Danny came to me, like, she was like, I have two women coming through, and she and said her name, yeah. and
0: everything. We didn't tell her anything. That's how you know she's legit. She's a She's a very special person and I'm not a friendly person but I don't know about but she's so cool. I love her. Shout out to Heather. To who? To Heather. Her name's not Heather. I was talking
1: about Adams. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh
0: and Heather, yeah. She's the that's Adams' girlfriend but we're talking about uh, Nicole. Um, She's the medium but Heather's our friend too. She's a witch. She's cool.
1: She was making those bracelets last week. Mm. No, yeah, the other day. Yeah, she put mm. little balloon animal charms those on them and cute. everything. They were adorable. I was like
0: I want one. Yeah, but I had to. Mm. My friend said that I had to wait till around six months, and hopefully then I could talk to my dad and communicate with him. But I think mm. it. I'll be able to then because I think it was. Why she wasn't picking up on him yet, like she was saying, is because we hadn't released his ashes. Yeah. one. And she said that they had, they're in a transition. Yeah. And she can't, she saw her dad at first, like I did, mm-hmm. and then she said she hasn't seen him. And that was another thing. Yeah. She said mm-hmm. they have certain things to do. Um, but it was crazy because her dad died. In all or in the summer it's around the summertime and then my dad died and it was like we bonded over that because if you've ever lost a parent you'll you understand what I'm talking about but it's it's a whole different feeling and I know it we were we knew it was coming, but it didn't make it any easier on me. I tried to tell you that. You are like, like, I'll be okay. I was like, it's never going to prepare you. -mm. But. Yeah, so if you have a mom and a dad, don't let stupid shit keep you apart because if something happens, you don't get that time back. Well, I know so many people that don't have a relationship with their family members and then they die. Some of it's valid though. Like Yeah, some of them understand it but what I'm saying is this the time that you have with people you don't ever know when you're not gonna have that time anymore, like especially these days, like you just don't you never know. But my dad was a very He didn't... He wasn't really religious until he got hurt. He was more on the path of nature-based also, so... um, But I guess when that happened, when he got hurt in 2005, he saw something that made him change his mind, and that's totally fine. Um, I mean, whatever you believe is whatever you believe, but I felt at one, like, so much when... I was you take your to me? Sorry y'all My son's a rapper and He's he's, he's yeah, Making bebops But um I don't know It's just I want you guys to just really Take the time to tell your parents You love them Or it, just your family in general Because you don't ever know When the last time is you're gonna see them and, uh, but they definitely will come to you. Like, that, my dad has proved that to me on a daily basis. Like, I, no shit. He sends me signs every day. Like, Didn't he tell Nana he
1: was going to send her signs and stuff, yeah, too? Yeah, he did.
0: But, I just figured that we would let you guys know about it i know i haven't been talking about it a lot it's just hard to talk about but now that we did a service and released his ashes but i never felt more close to my dad than the other day because i was literally in the water while i was spreading the ashes and some people probably think that's weird but I don't think it's weird because my dad made me. uh,
1: Not only that, but you also got to think homie was handicapped. She changed a couple of his diapers so ashes aren't nothing. Yeah,
0: I did a lot of stuff with my dad. And that was another thing at the very end. He lost a lot of his, like, dysfunctions. And it was embarrassing to him. And I, like, I don't even know how that would feel. But I know it would feel... It would make you feel bad. So, I kind of kept that in my head, too, that, to not be sad because of that. But, I mean, it, it helps, but it doesn't make it easier. But I think it's more just the
1: fact that it's like we're not going to get any more holidays with them.
0: Yeah, and Father Day's coming up, and I don't know how I'm going to handle that. It's just going to be bad. I already know. It's going to be bad, but... The holidays is the worst. Like, when we went to my mom's for Easter, it just didn't even feel like anything. It sucked. Oh, Everybody so- was just so sad. I mean, we were happy to be around each other, don't get me wrong, but it's just that Easter was one was of my one dad's of favorite holidays. He decorated eggs and he loved to watch the kids push each other over <laughs> with their baskets. Mm-hmm. And, fight each other for eggs and that was just one of his favorite
1: things he liked to eat the hard boiled ones too like yeah he and
0: he used to uh we'd get all the eggs because we I'm not I like boiled eggs and I like eggs but I don't I don't he'd be like give me a, yeah let I me and let me make something out of them so mom would make like stuff for him but yeah this I can't explain it but it's it's just a sad thing. But I know we all have to go sometime. And my dad just went... 69 is a young age to me. But, I mean, through it, like, all the stuff he'd been through, it wasn't. Because they said he was only going to live 10 years. And he went way over that. So...
1: Well, just that but you also got not think everything that he went through like he it put him more at a disadvantage for his age like yeah. if that wouldn't have happened he probably would have lived longer but
0: well i don't know i mean his dad died around the age it, his mom lived a long time but i don't know i went and got a tattoo for him today yeah
1: of a wolf they love wolves.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a wolf. I'm, I'm going to get one. I didn't get it today because it's a long process, but I'm going to get one also. But it's a different wolf, but he loves wolves and anything to do with Indians and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just, just remember mm-hmm. that when you have somebody that's passed away that they're there with you all the time Even if you can't see them I mean I know my dad's with me all the time Like literally I feel him in the car With me all the time And, and I know I have his ashes and a And a necklace around my neck So I really have him with me all the time too But like I feel him A lot in the car Like I feel like he sits And I talk to him like he's there But my mom does the same thing so it's like he just goes everywhere with me and I, I feel him but I, I truly believe that he's my I know he's my guardian angel because we have so much shit that happened to us and I know he's one of them and my other family members are other ones because some of the things me and Laura run into it's just
1: Especially since we've, like, gotten into our spirituality and our craft and stuff. It's just, like, everywhere. It is. Like, once you, like, open that mind up up to stuff, you just perceive things so much. So, so different.
0: Definitely.
1: I don't know. I think that's another reason that it wasn't really too hard on me. I mean, it's my grandpa, so obviously it's hard, Mm -hmm. but it's not, like... Like, he gives us so many signs. I just know that he... Like, I just know that I'm not by myself and it's like it's not the end you know it's just it's the end of your vessel but it's not the end of you you know yeah that's
0: all and that's another thing like with me having his ashes and stuff like that's part of him so he's he made me and he's it's like he's there with me also so it's like if if you ever have someone like in your family pass away and they get cremated I definitely recommend if you have a hard time letting go of that person to get a necklace like I have because it literally lays right against my heart. and I I just can't describe the way it makes you feel. Some people are weirded out by stuff like that, but I'm not. And just to anybody out there that has their mom or dad's or anybody's ashes that you're close to, just just try to take a little of it and put it in a necklace and see like it makes a huge difference like it really does
1: I have uh our friend Hollis's ashes in a necklace Yeah. he was I think that also mm-hmm. might have been why it wasn't so hard with Pawpaw is like I could kind of see like my grandpa's coming yeah which you know like I said can't ever really prepare mm-hmm. for that but I, I knew that he's been sick for a while, and watching him get so bad made Mm me really depressed. But I lost our friend Hollis. How old was Hollis? He was in his 60s, too. Yeah. Late
0: 60s, I want to say.
1: We lost him, like, what, a month before? No, we lost.
0: He passed away in October. Yeah, so it was a couple of months. Or November.
1: He had a pulmon, pulmon a heart pulmonary aneurysm, aneurysm or yeah. something. He was eating dinner with his family and everything and stood up and, and just, f- fell, just over. fell over. Like, I'm still friends with his his wife and his daughters and stuff. And I talked to his, well, one of his daughters on a pretty regular basis. She was the one that was trying to give him CPR and everything. And I just can't even imagine, like... Yeah. having that you but
0: know but you know i think that's what got me more comfortable with the dead too because i literally sat in the floor with him for a good two hours and just he was already passed away he'd been in the floor for three hours and the,
1: the, the crazy thing is like they like when he got buried he looked like he was smiling. smiling. yeah. Like, giving, like, he used to do this
0: thing where this he'd, like, smirk. he'd
1: start chuckling and make, like, a perverted joke or yeah. something. And be like, <laughs> and heh,
0: heh. And that's, what, this and that's it what, what
1: we were telling him. Like, mm-hmm. they were sad. I was like, look, guys, like, don't be sad. It looks like he's telling one of his perverted jokes. And then everybody mm-hmm. felt Started better. laughing, yeah. But, I don't know. I, I had just, like, I think it was harder for me with him because I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. And we had just agreed like I had just seen him that morning. We had just like I had just mm-hmm. talked to him and he was telling me to come over for dinner with him and Deborah that weekend.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was I just didn't see it coming. Like that was like my best That was the only person I looked forward to seeing at work. Yeah. Aside from I and to say, Becky. Oh thanks. I live with ah. you. <laughs> Well you I did li- it, okay. Aw Lol
0: Yeah say that. <laughs> That's messed up. You
1: barely worked with Michelle. I, like, never saw you. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Gotta get that money. Nice and
0: that's <laughs> not on that side. That's I'm not gonna say nothing else about her on my podcast. <laughs> but anyways.
1: Uh, uh, I also wanted to, like, read some, like, little stories of people talking about their signs that they receive from their loved ones when they pass. Um, this... Shawna Higgins said, when my daughter passed, a butterfly flew into the funeral home and flew above me. And I didn't see it, but everyone else did. Since then, every time I see a butterfly, I whisper hi to my baby girl. Oh, and also my dad
0: sends me birds. Hawks. Hawks. Hawks feathers. We were at the beach. Yep. And, and there a was a whole hawk With her baby, and Laura took a picture. We'll put it yeah. on there with his. I'm going to put the pictures of the me putting them in the water and we'll put the picture of the literal hawk, hawk right over me and Laura with the babies. <laughs> like, there's your sign again. But He's yeah. always, always
1: giving us signs. Yep. they like, we'll be on the road and a hawk will just go wow, right, right in, in front our, of us. Right in front of our window. Just dip down. Yep. Um, Lynn Valentine said, my mom used to feed the chipmunks and squirrels. We don't have chipmunks in Florida. I live on the fourth floor. And a squirrel will look into my sliding glass door at least once a week. And I know it's my mom checking in.
0: Oh.
1: Um. Katie Mc- McVeigh Montego said my husband was diagnos- diagnosed with terminal cancer. And while he was sick, he came and woke me up at 2.30 a.m. To come see a deer outside our front window eating the delilahs he had planted. Every time now I see a deer on my home camera, I'm pretty sure it's him. Oh. Um, Abby Kindig said, it's been a little over a year since my grandmother was murdered this Saturday. would have been her 70th birthday. Ever since she passed, I have an abundance of butterflies. It's not just seeing them at random. They always seem to find their way to me. I even got a yellow one as part of my memorial tattoo for her. I know the pain you're feeling, but it's comforting to know our loved ones are sending us a sign that they are okay. Um, Patrice Fontaine said, my dad sends me f- feathers just and now. I got feathers too, a <laughs> hawk feather, literally beside my car door. Just now I saw mm-hmm. a dove above, it loses a feather and lands in a tree. I just went over to the tree and the feather fluttered down mm-hmm. into my
0: hand. Yep. That's uh, some, and I keep mine under my CB radio but I found that, that feather the other day. And you found a feather too, but yeah, he leaves me feathers all the time. Salt feathers. Kelly
1: Suffian said, My my grandmother passed in 202. Whenever I see a butterfly, I think of her earlier this year. We went to visit my grandfather's grave in Casino, Italy. A a blue butterfly followed me around the graveyard. Manny's favorite color was blue. I know she was there with us while we visited her husband who died in World War II in 1944. Uh, Tanya said, This... Beauty met us just outside the funeral home after making an arrangement. When my mom passed, she fluttered around and around and up and down and then stopped to pose for pictures before flittering off again. My mother loved butterflies. Oh, and it's a picture of a one of those orange
0: butterflies. With those the, are the ti- my, tiger? My mom used to call... I don't remember exactly what the name of them are. I want to say a tiger or something, but... Yeah... It, And if some, like what I was saying before, if you have a loved one that's passed away, pay attention because they literally going to send you signs like every five seconds sometimes. Like my dad does, not every five seconds, that's a little bit of exaggeration, but they send them to you. So just really pay attention to your surroundings because that's the way they communicate with us. To let us know that it's going to be okay. And, uh... Was there anything else about that that we need to talk about? I'm trying to think.
1: It's been a lot, honestly. Oh, you can tell them about your dream.
0: Which one? Me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I had another dream of my dad. And it was... One. It was not too long after the first dream I had, and yep, he sending him three, three, threes on the phone. Um, he kept saying twenty. What did I say? What did he say? Twenty-four. I thought you said twenty, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had mm-hmm. too many numbers, but he came to me in my sleep and kept saying twenty-five, twenty-five. 25 baby 25 and I was like what are you talking about 25 he's like baby a baby's, that's 25 and then I was like well I can't have any more babies and I was thinking about it and then I was like that's probably Laura so he's trying to tell me that Laura's gonna have a baby when she's 25
1: which is funny because her and my grandma were just talking about me having babies.
0: Mhm. And it was like he was telling me she's gonna be twenty five, twenty five, but he just kept repeating it. And when I was asleep, and I was like, I told Laura when I got up, I was like that was really interesting. But um, anything else on the? I'm trying to think. Um.
1: know is that I know my aunt sent me a couple of signs like there's yeah. um, I've had a dream of her coming to me a couple times and just talking to me like she's like there but it's so weird because you know how some people they're like it's their dream so they're like they're talking to them and they're not aware that they're dead I'm always aware that she's dead every time I'm talking to her and the last time I had a dream about her I was like I was telling her how much I missed her and I was crying she was like you are not gotta miss me I'm with you all the time I'm always here and I love you I'm not going anywhere
0: and do you want to know something weird and you I remember, woke up and my cheeks were wet because I was crying in my sleep you remember how upset I was about and I started bawling when Nicole told me what happened and or she was telling me what she was saying to mm-hmm. us and stuff And I think since then, I haven't really been sad about her since then. I don't... Like, I feel like maybe subconsciously
1: I'm sad about it.
0: But Mm -hmm. I was so sad. But it was because I didn't know what happened to her. mm -hmm. And she Mm -hmm. let us know that it wasn't anything bad. That she hit her head. Her death was kind of... Suspicious. Suspicious. And they don't... They didn't do an autopsy on her. And they're supposed to do autopsies. And I know it had been she'd been there like for ten, day, no, 10 days no 10 days which but they're still supposed to do it and it just made me mad but she came to laura when laura was doing the reading and after that i was like okay i can let go of that now because that was bothering me so bad because i didn't know what happened to her she visits
1: me a lot i can feel her sometimes and nicole was even saying that she was like she stands at the end of your bed and mm-hmm. watches you and it's like I, oh i feel her i'll wake up at three
0: in the morning and i'm like go oh, away i can't sleep i know you're there like fuck off and it was funny because she's at the foot of my bed still mm-hmm. and my dad's ashes are there too
1: and my, my mom was like, like
0: why are you having dead you could just have dead
1: people in your was like mom my grandma was like, you got the, she thought at first that they were both in the same in urn. In the same urn? Mm-hmm. She was like, I knew that player, I, he's playing me even after death. He's in the <laughs> urn with my sister. <laughs> we were like laughing. We were laughing. They're we like, was no, good. Nana, she's got them in two separate urns.
0: They're yeah. just beside they're each other. They're in a bo- there's like a little, I have this box, it's a wood box, and it has my uncle's mm-hmm. stuff in it, too. <laughs> and they're all in there together. And I was like, they're just having a party in the a party in the box, party in the box.
1: Disco lights. Yep,
0: disco lights. lights. That, and then
1: uh, I've already talked on the podcast before about me having my wreck, and her telling me to like turn the mm-hmm. wheel. Like she was like screaming at me. She was like, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. Like, yeah. I saw her. I could smell her. Like mm-hmm. I knew she was there. It was weird. Yeah. And then like my mom came to figure out where I was. She's like how the hell did you not crash into that pole? I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have no clue. It was weird, because, like, the hill was like a slope. Mm -hmm. Like, and I had somehow managed to park directly beside the pole coming down the hill. Like, you could see where my car had slid and everything, and the cops were like, how the fuck? Like...
0: Yeah, that's like when I had my wreck, too. Like, uh, if I wasn't been in a Truck, I would have been dead because literally, my my face was what would have got hit instead of my shoulder.
1: I would have been fucking dead. That yeah. fucking big ass SUV would have crushed me. I was in a PT Cruiser and yeah. there was another SUV in front of me. No, it was a car. Yeah, it was the car, and then there was a giant SUV behind me. So when she told me to turn, the guy behind me, I guess he was on drugs and stuff, because he ran. Yeah. But he crashed into the car that I hit. But because I moved, he didn't hit me. Yeah. But I would have been—I probably would have been badly injured or died, one of the two. Because that car would have
0: been yeah. sandwiched.
1: But you know how they talk about when you pass and everything—you're like in this, like this white, like light of like you just know everything. Like you can see everything that's gonna happen. So. It's
0: not really too surprising when they're with you and stuff like that. Cause they already know. Like, they can see everything. And that's like when I drowned when I was little. I remember seeing a light. But I did die for... I'm not exactly sure how long. And my mom didn't find out, what's her heart, until a long time ago. But it was my stupidity. I was just being a little kid and wasn't listening to my aunt or my sister. And... Uh, I remember as soon as, when I woke up, it was like a tunnel, and it was like I was swimming mm-hmm. through the tunnel and the light. And as soon as I got to the top of, like, the water and the light, mm-hmm. it, I woke up. Mm-hmm. So, I did see a light. So, that is definitely a thing when you something happens, because I've seen it. heard,
1: like, a lot of stories of gear just, like, floating.
0: It's kind of like a tunnel is what it feels like it was like a really bright tunnel and you're just like shot through it Mm -hmm. and if anybody else has had that experience you'll know what I'm talking about because literally I I was like four years old four or five and and I remember every detail of that but it wasn't my time I guess then either but I don't know, but just, yeah, hug your mom and your dad and your kids and friends because you just don't, never know when something's going to happen to them.
1: You guys have any, like, stories similar to that? Like yeah, please let us know. Like, you sending you signs? Like, comment under our post, you know? You don't got to get on the podcast or anything. We'll read them mm. next episode or something.
0: Yeah, I know we ask y'all that all the time, but it's like i know people get nervous but i mean i see all these other ghost podcast people get stories and
1: even if you don't want to be on it you just want like you just want to send us it and be like you guys can read this just i don't want to be on it that's understandable too be like
0: okay read it yeah but yep i dedicate this episode to my dad he was one of my best friends and I love him forever. And um his name was Buner Floyd O'Kelly, and I know that is a funny name. He got he got picked on all of his life for it, but he went by Floyd. And he died on January 23rd. And I just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, about my dad and the signs he sends me but until next time bye bye i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did we love you guys and you can check us out on any of our social media pages our facebook page is two witches and spooky spirits and our instagram is two witches and spooky spirits Bye.